because for. obviously if you're a traveler, you love that adventure, you love that newness, and this will only be new for so long. Welcome back to the Travis Test Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and in this week's episode, we are going to talk about the Woe Buddy PRN work. We did a full week and just trying to manage all the things. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into this week's episode, we want to talk to you about the Travcest Adventure Trips. They are running full speed ahead. We are gearing up in two weeks to go to Patagonia. Which is crazy. If anybody listening, there is one spot on the first trip of Patagonia. So if you just want to like book it and go, like let's go. Yeah, it has to be this week though. Yeah. Because final payments do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I cannot. We were literally just like at the gym wearing our hiking boots to try to like break them in. I wore like, them for an ab class. Oh my God, that was hilarious. I loved it. We were like in an ab class. Aaron was the only guy in there and he comes in with like his workout shorts in massive hiking boots because you're a size like 13 <laughs> and you're in there like trying to do your abs with these big old clunky boots. It was hilarious. I actually wore regular shoes to ab class and then changed into my boots and then we did inclines on the treadmill, which we did 10 minutes and we were both like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Yeah, but I did, I did uh, do a little jogging um, at the incline. I did see incline. you jog for a minute. Yeah, I did four minutes of jogging because I figure if you know I can get my heart rate up at a 15 incline, then I'll be able to walk it, no problem. That was four minutes. I thought it, I thought it was more like... One. Two minutes each. I did it twice. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, I'm impressed. I need to step up my game. Um, so that being said, we have two Peru trips, one in June that we have one spot that actually opened up. It was completely filled, but we had one spot that opened up there. So the dates are 613 to 625. And then we have another trip that were the same exact trip. So same itinerary, same trip going to be amazing. We're hiking the Salcante Trail to Machu Picchu. We're staying in glass cabana houses underneath the incredible Gorgeous stars. St- oh my God. The Milky Way, like in the middle of the Andes mountains, which is like insane. Um, we're ATVing to Rainbow Mountain. We're doing Pisco tasting. Whitewater rafting, cooking class, food tour, ceviche making. Like we're, this trip is loaded loaded and it's a really great mix of you know being physical and challenging ourselves and being in nature but then also experience the cult experiencing the culture in peru and food and pisco and fun well we were talking too we were looking at the itinerary again just kind of going back over and we realized that we might actually be in our bathing suits more than we'll be in hiking clothes yeah i know there's like a hot tub at one of the places we're staying at on the trail and then Mm -hmm. we're also going to a hot springs a couple of them yeah so anyways, we do have and a coffee plantation, which I'm really excited. I know. About. I think that this, we did the Inca trail last year and that was amazing. The Salcante trail is supposed to be even better and more beautiful, which is hard to even imagine. But yeah, we get to stop at a coffee plantation and learn about how they make coffee in the mountains and like taste coffee. I'm like this sounds amazing. Lots of little stops along the way on this one. Totally. So I don't think it's going to be as grueling. They say it's pretty hard. Is it? Yeah. Okay. They say it's pretty hard. I mean, you're hiking at altitude, right? And Mm -hmm. we're hiking long, long hours um, each day. There is a couple of spots left for the July trip, and those dates are seven, seven to seven nineteen. And if you are interested. Email us at hello at imtravcess.com and we can give you all the information. We'll give you the full guide that breaks it all down with the price and everything so you can see if it's a good fit for you. And um, also just because we were mentioning like the long hours and stuff, um, you this is a physically active trip as we've said. So you do need to, to be able to hike for long hours. You do need to be in decent shape. There's plenty of time to train because that being said, You know, there's last year on the Inca Trail, that was a really hard hike. And we had people of all different ages and different physical abilities and everybody was fine, right? Like you just go at your own pace, your own, you know, no rush. But 
so you don't have to be like an Olympian trainer, mm -hmm. you know, like in the best shape of your life with like a six pack. That's not the point. It's just really using these months to train with inclines, being able to walk for, you know, a couple of hours at a time, that kind of stuff. So it's definitely something to think about. This trip will not be for everybody, but don't let that hike deter you because you can also use these months to train for it. Totally. And a lot of people did that and it was amazing. So mm -hmm. anyways, go check it out and to learn more, or you can email us if you're interested in this trip, but if you want to know about our upcoming trips, we have Bali coming up, we have Oaxaca, um, go to our website at imtravcess.com, click on the adventure tab, and there's a place that you can put in your name and your email and that will add you to the adventure trip interest list. And that's just where we send all of the information about all the trips um, and where people get first dibs to sign up. So head over there, check it out, and hopefully we'll get to meet some of our podcast listeners in real life. That would be that so would be fun. epic, dude. Yes. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so, wow, we skipped last week, not intentionally. We actually woke up on Friday morning and we're like, oh shit, we didn't do the podcast. We have been so wishy-washy with the podcast, I feel like, the last couple of weeks. Because we we, we've just been, it's been a couple, like these weeks have been a bit of a whirlwind, to say the least. And so we've been trying, honestly, to kind of keep our head above water. Mm -hmm. And so we realized that we're like, oh shit, we never did it. And then, and now we're doing it at the last second before. Wednesday night. Yeah, and it comes out tomorrow. It's six o'clock. We're both hangry. Mm -hmm. And all we want to do is like eat dinner. But we're like, no, we're doing the podcast this week. We love doing the podcast. It's one of our favorite things to do. But it's just kind of like at the bottom of the totem pole with all the other things right now. Yeah. So we are doing our best. <laughs> we are. We are. And I think, you know, it was a really interesting week. You know, anytime you have a huge transition, you know there's going to be... Sorry, I'm really thirsty. You know there's going to be difficulties. You know there's going to be things that you're not sure about or that you couldn't have even prepared for. And I think that was something, that was like the theme of my week last week because it was the first time Kim stepped into a hospital in a year and a half. Yeah, so let me talk about that a little bit. Okay. Do you want to finish what you're saying and then I'll I was kind just of gonna, just yeah. Okay, go ahead. And so I was going to say, not only was it just her mindset of like getting back in a hospital, but it was also my mindset of having her gone all day and not, you know, hands deep in the business. And then us managing just like what PRN stands for, how that looks, what that's going to look like, how that works in our business. Like we had our best laid plans, but when you get into it, you know, there's little nuances that kind of come in and you have to decipher that. And so... We're trying to figure that out all leading up to the fact that we were a little wishy-washy, keeping our head above water. And so, you know, it all kind of hit at once. Well, and our dynamic completely changed, right? So, yes, I went back to work, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but for the last year and a half, the dynamic has been, I have been home. I work full-time in Travses, so I am doing everything. I am running everything for that. So Aaron comes home from work and I'm like, hey, this is what we're doing for the podcast. This is what we're doing live. This is what's going on. I fill him in on everything. He does what he can after working a full day in the hospital. But like I have been really managing all of the things. And then I also cook dinner and I also pack lunches and I also laundry. clean and I do laundry. And that has been my sole purpose. And take care of baby. Take care of our child. I mean, you know, it's like I'm a, a full-time working mom because mm -hmm. I'm working full-time in Travis and then I do everything else. Mm -hmm. But that has been a really great dynamic for us because you, all you had to do was focus in going and getting through a contract and I took care of everything else. And, and so that's really been the dynamic for a while now. So the fact that we're both now catapulted into working in, inside of the hospital and running Travs as full-time, which is more than a full-time job at this point, um, and cooking and cleaning and grocery shopping and laundry and all of the things that most people work, both people work, and then they, they manage all the household things. But I think for us, it's, 
it's been a little bit different because when we clock out of the hospital, we're not like, cool, like we're done. Let's cook dinner. Let's do this. We have, we come home and then we have all the other things that have been waiting for us to handle with Travis. So it feels like we're working these two really kind of full-time jobs. So I think that has been the biggest switch where I, my head is kind of spinning because it's like, holy shit, bro. My brain is just on overload. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you want to get into your or Yeah, like, did you want to do you want to say Well, yeah, but I didn't want to take you completely off topic. So, if you want to get into your your week, but, you know, I'll Yeah. Would, good. It will it will be short and sweet, but you know, I think on top of all of that, I haven't worked in the hospital in a year and a half, right? So, obviously, we know anytime you start a new job, there's it's a, there's a learning curve that first week you have to, you have a lot to figure out. You have a lot to learn. You're learning new people, new dynamics, new way of doing things. That first week's always a lot regardless, right? No matter if you've been working nonstop, it doesn't matter. It's a lot for me because I haven't even been in the hospital for so long. It felt like this completely different level because not only was I learning the new system, and all of that, but I was reacclimating to even being inside of a hospital and, and scanning and doing my job. And talking to people for eight hours? Oh my God, right. Because it was just me and Mimi. For 10 hours a day, you were gone. You were working. I didn't talk to anybody. So it was just <laughs> me and Mimi doing my good work, no interruptions, no disruptions. Like I didn't talk to anyone until you came home, right? Yeah, so talking to people and being in that kind of environment and, you know... Again, what's what can be challenging when you start a new contract is learning the way people, the flows and how they do things, but you already kind of know your job. You know what you're doing, right? You're an IR tech. You kind of will learn their nuances, but you get your job. Your skills are sound. I felt I hadn't even picked up a probe in a year and a half. So I was now on top of Do I remember how to scan? What do I need to do? What are my protocols? How do I do this? How do I talk to the patient? So it was like I was was relearning how to do my job and I felt really rusty and nervous. And then I was also learning all the other things. So that first day when I came home, I literally felt like my head was that emoji Mm -hmm. that the brain blows. I I couldn't even talk. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. You were in bed at 7.45. Yeah. I pretty much went to bed that at that time, like all week. You did. But I will say that, you know, this isn't the first time I've taken this much time off. And I, after that, so I got in there and again, this was the job that I worked at when I was my first job out of high school or out of college (laughs) and where we met and all of that. And a lot of the same people still work there. So for me, it was a gentle kind of ease in because I walked in and I saw some of the girls that I've known, you know, I haven't worked there in however 13 years, but I, I, it's familiar, right? And you also stayed in contact via socials. Exactly. So that part felt gentle. And then I'm the kind of person that I just have to rip off the bandaid of, I have to get in there. I have to get scanning. I have to put my hands on the probe and just fucking go because the anticipation of that, the anxiety of that is more it's, it's draining than me just jumping in and doing it. So I ended up going to the ER and doing like portables mm-hmm. um, and just kind of jumped in there because the lead was like, okay, so do you want to scan this one? I'll come in with you. I'll show you the machine, let you get comfortable again. And I was like, honestly, no, I don't want anyone hovering over my shoulder. That makes me even more nervous. I just need to be alone, have the time to like go over the machine, take my time and just do it myself. And so she's like, all right, like go do your thing. So I went off to the ER, did some portables. And after like I did three scans over there, I was already like, okay, I got this. Like it's crazy, you know, I think because I've been a sonographer for so long, like 16 years now, there's like the ultrasound like protocols and what to do like lives in my cells that I I can just put the probe down in my hand. It's like the muscle memory. It knew what to do. It knew the angles. It knew like, oh no, try this way. It's crazy. It just did it automatically. And I came back and I was like, okay, I already feel so much better that I've got my first couple scans. Yeah. 
So totally. I, I, I love that for you because I was literally so nervous about like, because it was a lot. It was a lot to, to take in. And so I'm at work, obviously, like I'd been in the groove working at Vassar for five months, six months. And so it was like, you know, it was basically a new contract for me. And that's super simple, right? Just figuring out. And of course, like they do things so easily. There's not a lot of like excess paperwork and redundant charting and stuff like that. So it's super easy. Um, so it's just learning the docs, which no matter what you do, it just takes time, you know? And so they're pretty run-of-the-mill, normal, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, their trays are a little uh, less, which is nice because it's an easier setup um, for cases. But uh, yeah, so it was like super simple for me. So I was worried about you, just that whole dynamic. So that yeah. kind of added to the pressure. You're like, like, is oh she my... okay? Yeah, like is, is she... this, yeah. And is it just going to be me rolling again? Like, you know, here soon. Well, you, that's what I've taken a year off before. And that's what I was going to say. I didn't finish my sentence there that I knew coming back. I always click back in very quickly, right? It, it always comes back fast. Like before I go in, I always re refresh on YouTube, like the protocols and just different things. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Gotta remember that. Gotta remember that. Gotta remember that. And then once I get in and just pick up the probe, it clicks back in really quick. And on my first day, Okay, so again, this is my first day not scanning, or first day scanning in a year and a half, okay, which is a long time. And a renal artery stenosis, an inpatient, and sonographers listening know, like, those fucking suck. Like, those are so dependent on the patient. Can they hold their breath? They're, you're trying to, you know, get these velocities and look at these arteries that are teeny tiny and they can just be hard, right? I think they're one of the hardest exams that we do, period. And they're just tedious. And so I was like, oh, like uh, my initial thought was I want to go like hide in the bathroom <laughs> and like let somebody else start it, you know, because if I'm gone long enough, maybe somebody else will just do it. But I knew just do it because if you can get through this and remember kind of all of the things for this, you will feel so much better because it can only go up from there, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it can only get easier from there. And so I went in and I did it and she was hard. And I looked at her prior scan, just her kidneys, not an not a renal artery, but just her kidneys. And they were hideous, like hard to see, just not cute. So I already knew going into it that it was going to be a little bit challenging, but I did it. I got everything that I needed and it really did make me feel leaving more confident. Like, okay, you got this. And then the next day it was way easier, right? Cause you're like, cool. Like now I already kind of know what to expect. I've done, I've done a hard scan. I scanned all day. Now I feel even better. And so the second day was much easier for sure. Well, I'd have to say it it technically wasn't about you picking up your skills because I know you've done it before. I think it was a matter of like, is it going to be a Palm Springs repeat? Of oh, just I'm like, like, I'm freaking done. I'm done. I'm out of like, here. Like ultrasound is no longer in my future. Yeah. That's more of the... Well, I, I do think that working PRN is very different than working in a contract because... We had, we, we both worked all last week, right? It was a training week. So we knew, you know, we were going to be there all week and that was draining by the end of the week. But knowing that that's not going to be all the time, like a contractor there 40 hours a week until your contract's over. This is like this week I worked Monday and now I'm working again Friday. So it does feel very, I don't feel as, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. You totally. know, no, and I, and I think it's something that you and I have always wanted and I, I have to wrap my mindset around it because I actually go to work tomorrow morning and Friday Ugh. and I've been in the groove for a week. So I took off last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, came back, come back tomorrow and I've gotten in such a groove, right? And so now I have to transition back into the hospital and I've noticed that that's been a little bit of a struggle, right? So it's not ever... A matter of like it's perfect no matter what right and i think obviously ultimate perfection is you and i not having to go into the hospital at all that's the goal right and so and i we're literally we're literally there now but like it's nice having the hospital there 
to keep up skills as to support to, too, as support, yeah. right? And so with that being said, that's been a tough mind game, right? Because I'm like so excited about all the things that I was able to get done in a week and I feel back in the groove, back where I've wanted to be for so long, like in it. Yeah, that's and that's when I was just working at home full time, it was like oh, I didn't get to this today because I'd always cut off at 5.30, you know, to cook dinner and do all that things. It's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get to this today. It's fine. I got tomorrow. Oh, I have tomorrow. You know, I always had every single day. So it is very like, oh, wait, no, I have to work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we have to manage our time differently because we are, we're trying to balance both of these things. And, and that's been kind of, for me, I think, because you're kind of used to that because you've been working, but now you're in the opposite where you're like, wow, like I've had this whole week. I've been in a flow. You finally, you click into the environment you're in, right? And it's like you, you've been home, you, you know, wake up, you go to the gym and then you come up to the office and you get into a groove and you're like, damn, like I'm getting it. It's click. I feel so good. Feel creative. I feel creative, right? You're because like you were so used to the hospital grind that you didn't have this kind of space to get into your own routine. Mm -hmm. Where me being home for the last year and a half, I had so much time to develop what my routine working from home is going to look like, and I got so good at it. And so now you've been developing that on your own, and then you're like. And I have to go back to the hospital tomorrow. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's a good, I mean, number one, it was like the little things, right? So last night I completed the fifth YouTube video. I've edited five YouTube videos in this time frame, which is absolutely amazing. Going on my sixth, went through the old footage of like videos that we've been wanting to do. And if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that like, we have you know, years of back storage of amazing videos that we've done on our travels that have never seen the light of day. And I've always wanted to get to them, not to mention I still have the Dominican, I still have Peru, I still have Greece, I still have Port, uh, Porto. Like all these really cool videos that I wanna do and I've got done with five and so Kim and I were working yesterday and she went downstairs and I get a text <laughs> and it says cocktail time and I'm like, oh yes, like, Perfect. I'm done with the video. That's one thing that we love to do is like do a world premiere of the video. Well, world premiere. We say that it's like Kim and Aaron premiere. <laughs> and like, so I present the video to Kim. She watches it and we usually have a cocktail and just kind of like think about other videos we can do. It's a whole vibe, right? It's a whole thing. So like now with me going to work on Thursday, we obviously woke up a little rough this morning, got a little carried away last night, had a little too much fun. Okay. But can I just say something? Yeah. We really didn't. No, we didn't. So we both had to wake up and go to Epic Training today. And we had three tequila drinks. So we do tequila, club, and lime. And, or, yeah, or mm -hmm. a bubbly, like a grapefruit bubbly. We had three, not like very weak pours, you know, yeah. not even like a full shot. And, um, and lots of ice. So like nothing crazy. Like that's not that much. Aaron woke up. He never gets hungover ever, 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 ever. It's always me. I'm always like, I feel like shit. And Aaron's like, I feel great. I'm going for a run. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and this morning I actually felt fine. I didn't sleep that well, but I, I was like, okay, I feel fine. And then you were like, I feel so hungover today. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And then we went to Epic and then we had to go run some errands. We got a little lunch. And then after lunch, it was something about just the food settling in. And then I was like looking on my phone in the car, which I don't like to do because I always get like dizzy or headache. I got so nauseous. I was like, pull the car over. I'm going to throw up. Like I got, then I got hung over. Mm -hmm. So then we came home and took a two hour nap, we'll see, which I also never do. And Right. Kim takes 20 minute naps <laughs> and then I'm stuck there sleeping for two hours yeah. because you know, it's just what happens. She gets into something, forgets that I'm still in there sleeping. I don't ever set an alarm with a nap. That's not something I like to do. And so now I'm looking at this as like, I had, I wanted to finish what I wanted to get done today. And now I don't have tomorrow or Friday. And I know that sounds so crazy, like thinking about it, right? But when you're in that groove, it's all about, you know, we've always said that Gabby Bernstein is somebody that we listen to, a mentor of ours when it comes to the spiritual world. And, and she always said the definition of a miracle is a change in perception, which I completely agree, right? So my perception of the hospitals is taking me away from what I want to be doing, which is a common theme of what we've been talking about for the last five years, right? And so I have to switch that perception. 
but I, I'm in the middle of it <laughs> because I'm loving what's going on right now. And I think that's what's hard when you're doing something you love so much and you know there's so much potential and all you need is a little bit of time to just get things organized, get things going, get ideas out there. And it's like what you put into it, you get out of. I can literally sit on my days off. I will work until almost like one in the morning. Like I have to cut myself off because I just get in it and I love it. And it's just like, oh my God, it's one in the morning. I have to stop. And then I come down and go to bed. And when you're in that kind of groove, it makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. I'm borderline trying not to complain, but no, I'm but also trying to explain. I go, yeah, and I feel the same way, but it, it is. It's just turning around the perception of and being grateful. Like, I'm grateful that we have PRN jobs that we, you're working two days this week. You're not right. working five. Right. You're not taking a shit ton of call and working, you know, 12 hour days like you were doing at Vassar and just constantly just running crazy. And you got the whole week to work on things you love. And we have this support and the hospital is a support for us right now. And so it's like turning it around of like, I'm grateful I've had this week and I'm going to go in tomorrow and I'm going to do the best job I can. And I'm going to go on Friday. And then I get Saturday, Sunday. And if I don't want to work next week, I don't That's have true. to. It's like the freedom in that. I mean, there's so, and so it's like, we have to kind of look at it from that perspective Instead of the, like, I don't want to do this. Cause we were both like, how can we get out of work? How can we get over? Which is actually really funny because, you know, I, I guess depending on what type of PRN you are, right? Some PRNs have full-time jobs. Some have part. And then some PRNs are just so eager, right? Cause it's their only job. So like, I'll pick up anything. I'll take all the call. I just want to work, 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 work. And you know, we, our training was last started last week and technically you know, they offer training for three weeks. <laughs> Full time. And most parents, I feel like, would be like, yes, like, because you get paid for it and you're guaranteed three weeks. And Aaron and I are literally like, um, we're good. Like, yeah. we don't need any more training. You know, they're like, but you could do the three weeks. And yeah. we're like, yeah, nah, no, no, okay. no. Like, we're good. Like, we're both like trying to figure out how can we get out of work? Like, already. Mm -hmm. We're already doing it. We're like the worst PRN. No, I know. And I, I even like sent a text today to my manager to be like, hey, I'm done with my epic training. Just want to clarify, am I on the schedule for Thursday and Friday? Or, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, we need a couple more days of orientation. And I'm like, okay, like, I'll see you then. But like, you know, I already tried to lay it on last Thursday to be like, you know, we've been travelers for 10 years. We're usually on call the first weekend. Like, so that is literally, you better learn the system, learn the facility and game on. You're by yourself on call for a weekend. Like, so it's not, um, it's not anything usual. So unusual. And this, like I said, this place is really easy to pick up. So um, you know, I was like, I'm good after like three days, like I'm orientated, like let's roll, you know? Yeah. And, um, that just didn't work. We're like, yeah, I know we're basically, so we don't know what we're working next week and we're both just kind of being invisible. Like yeah. she, my lead hasn't asked me and I'm also not going to offer up. And so we're trying to find this dynamic of, They've hired us to be PRN and we want to be helpful, right? That's why we're there to, to help cover shifts, to pick up some call. That's what they hired us to do. And, and they waited for us to get here, which is also kind of an added pressure because they did wait so long. And, you know, our, our old manager kind of helped push us through and all of that. So there is a sense of pressure that we do need to show up and, and make sure that we're, we're helping out. So there's that line between wanting to be helpful but also we also have our own stuff going on. And so what's that, that line between if you're like, what days are you available? It's like, no, do you have days you need me? I'm not here to just, I'm available these days to like, no, like I'll work. If you need me, is somebody off? Do you need extra help? Tell me the days you need me and we can go from there. I'm not going to be the person that's like, I'm available all week. Right. You know what I mean? And so I, we're trying to figure it out. I also think too, and this could be completely wrong, but it's just my observation of like, I feel like people think you work from home, you either work from home full time or you don't, right? Like this whole middle thing where like we can work from home like four or five days a week, one week, and then we could cover a couple days. Like we're kind of in, in and out kind of deal. 
but like technically if you don't need me, I'm not available. Like I'm not just sitting around like this is my full-time job. It's almost like a weird thing. Like in the hospital, when we've talked to anybody about having our own business and working from home and, and having like long hours at home and things to do, it's almost like glazed over. Like, yeah. like what? Like, what do you mean? But you work here. And I'm like, no, yeah. Like this is like, it. right. It's like a hard concept where if we were in like an entrepreneurial mastermind and they were like, oh, like you guys are, in a startup, you're building your business up. Like, what are you doing, you know, to subsidize and, and to help out and support? And we'd be like, oh, we're waitresses or we're waiters or we like are work at a library during the night or whatever, clean houses or whatever. They'd be like, oh, cool. But like, for some reason, it's like the hospital's like, wait, what? Like, you have a career here and you have a business? Like, I don't understand. They don't get it. Right. So you should be ready to work if you're PRN all the time. Yeah, I know. It's it is. I think most people don't really get. It. I mean, even my mom, right? Like it's just like so, you know, what are you doing all day? Yeah. It, it's like, <laughs> "Mom, like, you know, it, right. it, it's like, but you don't you don't get it if you're not in that world." And, you know, why don't you just come down and, you know, hang Grab out? A coffee. And, and it's like, well, if I was working in the hospital, you wouldn't expect me to just be able to leave for the entire day to come in and hang out with you. You would know I'm working and that would kind of be the end of it, right? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm working all day. I'm not home fluffing around. You know, we have a million things that we're doing that we actually need some help because it's just constant. And so we're all day, you know, eight hours a day. We have a schedule when we're at home because that helps us keep focus. But like still don't. And we do have flexibility, obviously. If yeah. I wanted to go meet my mom, I could. If I want to walk to the cafe, I could. Yes. Of if course you want you, to take a nap. Of course you have flexibility when you are working from home. But it is funny that I think, yeah, people don't really get that. They're like, oh, you're just home. Right. So you choose, like you just come into yeah, work if you want. I know. Yeah. So I will, I did want to add though, you did say something last week that really um, has stuck with me and it's something I'm proud of. And you did say that now that you're on the flip side um, of working and then coming home, how much uh, respect you had for what I have done for, you know, so I, I'm wanting you to fluff my feathers here for a little you bit a little because boost. I need it. I, I need it on record. So then that way I can put it in my phone and just listen to it you oh know, and, and feel, feel proud. No, I'm actually glad you brought that up because it is. I Obviously, I know what it feels like to work in a hospital and then come home and do things, right? You know, I, I know that feeling. So for the last year and a half, when you would go to work and you would come home and I'd be like, hey, we're doing this. We have this going on. Can you do this? You're, you know, you, you're tired, but you're like, okay. I got a little energy left today or there's also days you didn't, you know, but me going back into the hospital this time around and leaving and, and being like, I come home and I have nothing left to give. I was so, it, it just put that all in perspective of like, what a, what a, what a beast you are <laughs> and, and how much you really showed up because it's not easy. What we do in the hospital, it's so consuming it's so much energy. It's it, and it's completely different than what we do in Travsas. Completely different, and it's just so much, and it's constant, it's hectic, and it's overstimulating all day, every day. And then you come home, and you're like, "And I need you to do this, and we got to do this." And and so I I know it's hard, but now that I'm back in it, I'm just like, "Wow, like you were such a rock star." I know how tired you were. And you would just show up and do what needed to be done. And I look at that. I'm like, wow, because I came home all last week and went to bed by eight o'clock, <laughs> eight o'clock. If you, if I would have came home last week and you would have told me, Hey, gear up, we're going to do the podcast. I need you to show up on the mic and talk and blah, blah, or we're going live or I need, I would have been like, fuck you, bro. I'm going to bed. Right. Like I was literally keeping my eyes open at 645. I'm like, just give it another hour. It's too early. Right. And so you would just come home and you would still do stuff. And I'm like, and wake up at five to go to the gym in the morning. So kudos to you. I'm like, I am, I'm so proud of you. And I'm just so in awe of 
the grit that you have and the determination and just like the energy you're able to give to things because honestly, I don't have that extra gear when I'm working in the hospital and that's just the truth. I don't. Right, and what it's just interesting. Well, thank you. I, I love that. I think you said it even better than you did last week. I was almost te <laughs> tearing up a little bit, so I appreciate that. It's nice to get a little pat on the back every once in a while. Dude, you're fucking awesome. But um, I, I think it was just like we realized that dynamic, right, a long time ago without having the language to put around it because obviously like you said we've fortunately and been blessed enough to be busy enough in traps as to like be able to have this this issue right mm -hmm. that, that's a great problem to have and so figuring out that dynamic we just realized early on like i, I used to talk about it in st louis like you know you would work in st louis and we were just starting Travis, we were just talking about the backpacks and like figuring out what we could do and like having, you know, tequila nights talking about adventure trips and like what that would look like and what we could do. And like, it was a lot of brainstorming, right? But there wasn't just like, you know, foot to action kind of deal, like let's go like we are now. And so you would always work and then come home and be like, yeah, we'll talk tomorrow. I can't talk about this. Like I'm going to bed. And we just realized early on, like you do so well building a routine and, and staying on task that that was why you were the one that stayed at home yeah. with Travis S during this whole time. Whereas I do have that extra gear. I can eat dinner and have a, a second wind mm -hmm. and go for another three hours and be creative before I have to wind myself down. And I think too, for me, being in the hospital feels so out of alignment and so unnatural for me like I'm a good sonographer I can show up I can do it I can kind of switch into that gear that I need to to be in that environment but it's such a it, it feels so unnatural for me and it takes a lot of energy for me to be there and not everybody feels that way, right? And But for me, it does. Where being home and getting in my grind at work, that feels like such an extension of what I'm really good at, what I'm here to do. Even though it's hard work, I love it. And it doesn't feel the same as like trying to show up and get through a day working in ultrasound. So I feel like I give so much when I'm there just to like get through and do a good job that by the time I come home, I don't have anything left. It's like I didn't, I need that um, energy like reservoir tank mm -hmm. because it's, I'm done, I'm depleted. And also knowing that I, I will be interested to see as we move forward I agree. how it will be because that first week was grueling, but I know now like it won't be as. No, and I think you, know, you still, much. you didn't, you didn't, uh, I think there was a day or two that you came home and got some stuff done. Yeah. Which is cool. I think it's just a matter of like, are you going to, from the depths of your soul, be creative and come up with things? Like, no, like yeah. you can maintain, you know, after work. But like you said, if it's only one day or two days a week, it's a different story. Yeah. And I think it's about learning that. And I was really interested to see how this week was going to be because I did utilize my time wisely and I do feel like I've done a good job. And so yeah. I'm interested to see how it's going to feel going to work tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. I think that's kind of where we're at. We're just, we're trying to find this new dynamic and this new, this new workflow that we're both in and, you know, showing up and working shifts and taking call, which I'm like sick about. I do not want to take call. I'm like, oh my God, I know she's going to ask soon and because we're coming into March and oh my God, I just so don't want to do it. But knowing that's like what we signed up for. So we do have to play our part in this and it's also good money and it's supporting us and it's helpful. And so I do want to look at it from that perspective. And we're leaving for Patagonia on March 14th. So we're gone for a month. So we have a couple of weeks and then we're gone. Um, and so just trying to figure all of this out, I know that we will. I'm excited to be at that place where we look back and we're like, cool, like that was kind of a crazy time, but we feel like things have clicked in again. And, and just like figuring out this new flow. Then the other part of it is just being home in general, being back in Jacksonville. Like this weekend, we we had dinner with um, two of our really good friends here, and like we just met them for dinner. And 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 it was funny because when we were leaving, we gave them a hug. And usually, we're like, "We'll see you in six months or a year." Yeah, and we're like, "Wait, like maybe we'll see you next week or something." Like maybe like you know, it, it's like we live here. Mm -hmm. And then the next day we drove down to St. Augustine and met my mom and my sister and my nieces and nephews and had lunch and walked on the beach. And again, it was just like, we live here. Yeah. 
this is something that we can continue to do because usually we come home and we jam everybody in and then we're like, we're freaking out. Like mm-hmm. it's so quick, it's like lightning. And so now we're settling into being like, we like we went to the gym with my sister and and, yeah. and the other day we were walking into the gym and my brother-in-law pulls up and we're just like, <laughs> wait, what's happening? What? Yeah. Where are we? It yeah. just feels unnatural, but it also feels really good. It does. It does. It really feels good to be here. That's one thing that, as the days have in, increased, usually you have one or two things that happen, right? It's like, either you're like, we made a complete mistake, I don't like it here. Yeah. The nostalgia of it has gone away. The the you know daydream of it, the, mm-hmm. the vision that I had, the expectation I had is no longer. Um, but what I've seen is it's actually gone the opposite way. It's been like, wow, it's nice being here. I like it here. I keep finding new things that I like about it. Um, potential for this place and just kind of everything that's coming around in Jacksonville is exciting. Um, And so it feels like a really good spot. I think Kim and I have found our place we are going to travel from in the near, in the distant future. Yeah. I will say too, because we've gotten this question a lot about just kind of the, how does it feel to go from traveling, right? Because we traveled for 10 years where every couple of months we're up and going and rooting, uprooting our life and moving around. And we loved that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. That was part of the fun for us. Like favorite part, one of our favorite parts about travel is the new places you go. How does it feel to now be home and just kind of be home and not be traveling anymore and just be settled? And I think for us, it's a little different because we have so many trips planned. So we have Patagonia in March, we have Peru in June and July, and then we have Bali in August, September, and then we have Oaxaca in October. Not to mention TravCon and... And all the other stuff, yeah. So it it feels like this perfect ma- like mix of we're home for six to eight weeks and then we get to leave again. And then we're home for six to eight weeks and then we get to leave again. So we're not just here. And that feels really different. I think if we were just here and that we weren't going anywhere, yeah, that does not feel good. That would give me the shakes to think about. I can also say that if I didn't have the business, I wouldn't be here. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, this this is a great landing pad. So I love the fact, this is the first time in 10 years that we've, we've had this where when we go to Patagonia, we're gone for a month. And we get to come just back home, like not staying in a hotel, not being like, where are we going? Load up the Jeep. We're driving across the country. What contract are we getting? Who's getting a contract? Yeah. All the stuff that comes with that. We get to just fly in to our airport, bring our bags in, throw our shit in the washing machine, take a shower, order a pie from our favorite Pete's place and pass out. You know, and that feeling of of having this comfortable like landing pad feels so good that we have the stability of having this place that we can always return to, but we still get the adventure and the getting on the airplanes and traveling and going and like being out of our comfort zone and, and getting in the mix, but then we get to come home, which is the perfect Balance it's what we've me. wanted for it's what so we've long. Always it's wanted. what we've wanted, and I think it's what drove us into this was literally traveling as long. I mean, especially after that last, you know, five month adventure around the world that we just took, and then coming home and landing in Orlando and staying in a hotel the first night, and then you know my mom picking us up, and then getting Mimi, and then picking up our Jeep, and then driving to Jacksonville, and then staying in two Airbnbs, and like. It's always such a pretty Yeah, are we staying with friends? Are we staying with family? Are we staying in a hotel? Are we staying in an Airbnb? Where are we going next? I have no idea. Let's get a contract. Let's take an interview. Like, oh, we're driving to New York. Like, are we driving to Seattle? Where are we going? Like, I mean, it's just like that got to a point after 10 years of just being like, okay, no. Yeah. (laughs) No. Let's be grounded and have like our beautiful place that we're obsessed with and that we love and we feel so comfortable but we also get the adventure because I, I do, and this could change, but how I feel now is I am definitely somebody who 
I always get the itchy feet after a couple of months. I, I, I need adventure, I need to travel, I need to be on airplanes, I need to go new places, new experiences. I don't think I'll ever be somebody that could just stay in one place and maybe leave for like two weeks or something and come back. I like the go. Like I already, I loved being settled here, but I already, I'm ready to go. I gotta go. Let's go. Let's you've, go. That's the traveler in me. You've turned me into that. I know. I literally am like, I'll take a contract just to do a road trip. I love it. Like, can we just pack the Jeep with a couple things and like go? Like yeah. just that new experience, landing in a new town, seeing the new restaurants, like, and then, you know, the getting on a plane and going to another country, like I'm ready. Like I'm ready to tackle Vietnam now. You yeah. know, like, I've had that moment because we were watching the YouTube video last night, which is going to be epic, by the way. You guys yes. got to like the stay Lisbon tuned. food tour. So the the Nusa Panita series is coming out first, and that's going to start in March. So if you don't know, we have a YouTube channel, Kim and Aaron. Um, so please go over and subscribe. We would love you guys to see these videos. These are my creations of love that I absolutely have gotten back into the groove. I was against editing for a while, but now I'm just like I love it. My office helps with my big screen. And it just and you're just so good at it. Like the Nusa Panita series is Bali. So for those of you guys who don't know, so we have a whole Bali series, and then also when we were in Lisbon or Portugal, this Portugal food tour, and we we watched the Portugal food tour last night, like we said with the tequila, and I was in tears of just. I mean, obviously it's us, but <laughs> you are such an incredible editor in how you create story and. It was funny, it was entertaining, but it was also valuable. And if anybody was going to Lisbon, like we give great tips, we tell people where to go, but we also make it fun. It's not just like tip, tip, tip. It's not like just an educational, kind of like a Rick Steves, right? It's fun and like there's a vibe. And I just watched and I was like, you are meant to do this. Like we are meant, you are meant to be an editor. We are meant to do video because we love it so much and we love the creation of it and the planning of it and then the editing of it. And it's just something that's such a passion of ours. And so watching it again last night, I was like, dude, we, this, no, we have to do this. Totally. Yeah. And that got me excited. What were we just talking about? We were just saying. You were talking about the YouTube video. But oh, then, I was just saying we were watching it and then you actually looked at me and you were like, I'm a little scarred from our last plane flight and it was the time we came home in Vegas and the flight attendant started <laughs> screaming because we hit such a big turbulence thing while she was on the microphone <laughs> and then couldn't stop laughing and then was like apologizing over the mic and then you actually said like were these pilots drunk like it was the first time I had felt left to right turbulence yeah not up and down like that's a weird feeling and so I realized, I was like, dude, you're right. We have not been on a plane since September of 2022, Same. which is the probably the longest streak we've ever been in the last five years yeah. of going without getting on an airplane. We'd already been gone by now. Oh, hell yeah. A hundred percent. Like we, we, travel is in our blood. We are never going to be those settle down folk ever. No. Um, and I will say, and we, I think we already talked about this, but. I already have a whole list in my phone. As I do everywhere we go, we take a contract. I get a list going of all the things to do, basically restaurants, breweries, like cool bars, um, just anything that's cool to do in town. I already have my whole Jacksonville list going. And because we're living in a new part of Jacksonville, it does kind of feel like a contract because there's so much we want to do and explore and see. And so it does, it still has that kind of a vibe to it, except we're home. Mm -hmm. So, we are transitioning in well. We're figuring out all the things as we do. and But overall vibe is good. Positive. Very positive. Yeah, for I sure. I think that's what it's come down to. That's the the message, right? It's, it was a good move. We followed our, our instincts. We went with it. And it's been good. And the last thing I'll say is because a couple of people had to reach out because they had said that they've been contemplating maybe going... Um, working PRN or stopping traveling for a bit and, and what we thought and, you know, whatever. And so I would say too, you know, obviously this is something that has felt really good to us and we're really happy we made this decision. We also did this five years ago and it was not the right decision and we, it did not feel good. And so we started traveling again. And so for anyone who's ever on the fence about maybe they want to keep traveling, but maybe they want to stay put for a little bit, just do it, right? Because 
you never know until you give it a try and maybe you don't like it and maybe you're like damn this kind of wasn't the best decision travel's always there it's not going anywhere if if Aaron and I were like oh like this actually doesn't really feel good as annoying and like crazy as it would be we could start traveling burning. again what and bridge burning yeah but we but we could do it we could start traveling again it's not going anywhere so if you're ever on the fence, like try something new. If you're on the opposite side and you're thinking about traveling, but you're not sure, go try it. You can always come back, but you gotta just take that leap to see how things feel. And you're gonna know pretty quickly. And then you can make a decision from there, but you're never gonna know until you go and give it a try. Well, totally. And I'll just add really quick. I, I would say for the people that are asking that question, really take as much time as you need to write down or just contemplate with yourself, however that is. Maybe you do voice memos in your phone or you just go for a walk, but like talk it out. Like why do you want to go PRN? Because that's when we realized that we had made that mistake, you know, five years ago was just because we were a little burnt and we just needed some time off. So could we have just taken time off and then, yeah. you know, got back out there or is it, you know, you're just tired of like the job in general, right? And so you got to really get clear on what that is because once that clarity comes and what's coming up, then you can actually start to sort through the weeds a little bit more mm -hmm. to say like, is it the job itself or is it the up and go? Like, what is it? What are you looking because for? Because obviously if you're a traveler, you love that adventure, you love that newness and this will only be new for so long. That's very true. And this will wear out and then you're going to be like, then what? And I then think, you come on a Travis adventure trip. Correct. Every single one of them. Get on the plane and come with just, us on a trip. Just book the whole year. <laughs> just we should just we should just have packages that people pay, and they just get the whole year pass. Oh, Travis says pass. Mm -hmm. Travis says class pass. Mm -hmm. Well, we have uh, multiple people that are going to Patagonia are also coming to Peru, mm -hmm. and they want to go to Bali. <laughs> They're like, basically, you're gonna see us all year. I'm like, I love that. Yeah, you know. Let's go. It's like, like you have the familiar crew too. We've always said we wanted to travel cool. buddies, you know? Yeah, I know. Basically, we just created like groups to go travel yeah, with. Basically. Um, okay, I'm hangry. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go eat. And again, wrapping that up, email us at hello at imtravses.com if you are interested in joining us in Peru or the Patagonia trip. But with that, you do, final payment is Dubai, um, the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So you just have to pay in full basically, but you can reach out to us if you have any questions. Again, we'd love to meet our podcast listeners on, in real life and go on an adventure and then make sure to head over to imtravses.com and get on the adventure trip interest list. And that will just give you the updates on all future trips. Um, and while you're there, buy a backpack for a friend. Buy a backpack, watch join our Traveler YouTube School. videos, join <laughs> Traveler School, buy some merch. Hey, and look at it. You're, you know, everybody loves contributing to something bigger, right? You're contributing to Kim and I no longer working in the hospital. Yeah, you're contributing so you're, to our dream. You're contributing to our dream. So when people are like, why did you buy that? You'd be like, I'm supporting Kim and Aaron's dream. Yeah, I'm getting them out of the hospital. Yep. One backpack at a time, baby. Totally. <laughs> totally. We'll Love end that. With that. Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. We're gonna get we're gonna get back on track here. So now that we have our new mic set up. Yeah. So I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. That's the only reason we did this podcast is because Aaron got new mics and like really wanted to try them. So, I'm so you're excited. welcome. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.